0: Hello, 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 this
1: is Toothy Toad. This is Dr. Walter Aka.
0: And Dr. Kyle Dumpert.
1: And we have Jack. He's going to be joining with us. He's going to be on there. Uh, he's our third uh, host because Dr. Dennis uh, decided to uh, ditch us for the Lakers Rockets game. I'm, I'm going to put it out there. Yeah, busy <laughs> life. Busy life. Busy life, exactly. Jack, what's going on, brother? Welcome back, man. Thank you. How's everything going?
2: It's good. Yeah. Enjoying life. What
1: have you been doing?
2: Uh, golfing. You know, taking naps, <laughs> enjoying senior year. So you're Sounds not doing anything. Rough, man. I, I was gonna say
1: he's not doing crap with his <laughs> life.
2: That's not what my senior years was like. <laughs> <middle> school. <laughs> <laughs> you're no, I'm, I'm just trying to relax. On this is this is my this is my theoretical gra- gap year. I'm just, I'm just
1: chilling. Okay. There you go. Okay, but uh so Jack actually um connected us with our our main guest tonight, uh, the person that we're all here for, um Miss Emily Scalar. Emily, what is going on?
3: Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. Okay. Honored to be Walk- here.
1: Oh, no, Welcome no. For the podcast. Walk exactly. And and so it's it's funny. Um so Emily is a second-year dental student. And one thing that a lot of people want to know is how everything is going with dental students, right? COVID has screwed everybody over. I mean, completely, right? And so for me, I wanted to know what life is like now that we're, you're back to school, correct? You're back to school. Right, you're right. So we want to know what life is like now with being back in school and just, just, you know, just tell us your story because I think a lot of people don't understand or appreciate what uh, dentistry or dental school has been like ever since COVID hit, you know, Uh, like just all the things you have to do differently. And dentistry, I mean, I I remember Kyle, in dental school, there was a lot of hands-on courses in your second year, Mm -hmm. you know? And so how is that going to happen? How is that going to work? And then social distancing with your classes. And I mean, for us at Pitt, we had we had um, areas where we could sit, right? We were assigned, uh, Kyle, what was it called that assigned? Um, uh, sim lab. The sim lab. Yeah, the simulation yeah. lab. And there was 80 of us and there was 80 simulation labs and we were all right next to each other. So we worked all together. I don't even know how that's going to happen with you, but That's why you're here. You're going to tell us your story. So just start from the beginning. Let us know something about you, and then we'll go from there.
3: Well, hi, I'm Emily. I'm a second-year dental student at the University of Kentucky College of Dentistry. Um, As far as COVID, it's just been weird. (laughs) One thing, though, um, each school is handling it differently, so I can speak just for the University of Kentucky and then just what I've gathered information from other dental students I know. Um, But definitely every school, it's different just based on the state and what's allowed. Um, So in Kentucky, um, so when COVID started, we were shut down. So for the first two weeks, I mean, that was when we just thought it was gonna be two weeks. All of our classes were on Zoom. Um, which was a big transition. Okay. A lot of um, faculty, just technology is new to them. So it was a big learning curve, even so, for us.
1: So this um, happened to you in your first year, right? Second yeah. semester so, of your first year?
3: First year. So I think about, when was it? When did this all start? February? March. February, March. March, yeah. March yeah, yeah, right that last week. So um, when everything shut down, all the dental schools as well so um, obviously no clinic so everything was online we finished all of our didactic courses within June so the weird thing was no one knew how long this was going to last so we at first just thought it would be two weeks so it was kind of nice then it was a little break Um, we actually went To his family in Florida. So we were in Florida for it. Um, And then it just kept on being pushed off. When we realized it was going to be a little longer, they said, Oh, hopefully we'll be back in May. So they had reworked our schedule so that we could finish all the didactic classes by May, hoping at that time that we'd be back in June. I personally never thought that was realistic, mostly because (laughs) of PPE. Okay, Um, that was when PPE was very scarce, and I'm like, being a dental student, especially first year, when we're in sim lab most of the time, like it's not realistic that we're gonna get what we need when, you know, dentists and physicians are struggling to get what they need.
1: Okay, well, let me let me ask a question then. Like, what did you guys need with PPE in uh in the sim lab because there's no patients,
3: right? Well, also the dental school in general. Okay, yeah. Um. But in clinic, obviously in clinic, they needed it and it was scarce. We did have some rotations in clinic shadowing. And then in sim lab, they always liked us to have masks on and gloves just to practice. You know, they always just try to keep it as real as possible. So if anything, I thought we wouldn't have to. Um, Because that was even before, like just wearing a mask in general was Mm -hmm. a thing. Um, But still, just, Even the dental school, I didn't think would be priority compared to, you know, physicians that needed it for Mm -hmm. COVID cases. Mm -hmm. Um, So they pushed everything forward for us. So we were on Zoom calls like eight to five every day, which, yes, Mm -hmm. you're at home, but it was still a lot. I mean, exhausting just sitting down in one place. Um, Wi-Fi was an issue for people. Some classes were pre-recorded and some were live. So figuring out, and this is still an issue now, what classes you need to be like on Zoom versus are pre-recorded. So everyone's just texting everybody all the time, frantic, like, is this live? Like, are we supposed to be on something right now? Like the worst was waiting for something you thought would be live and realizing they had posted a lecture. So you'd been wasting time just sitting there waiting. (laughs) um that happens a few times it's getting better now didactic classes are still online but we still run into you know technology issues all the time is, this,
0: is the school working with you being pretty flexible
3: yeah they are so we have professors that thought they were recording lectures and realized they weren't and will go back and re-record it so that's more time for them um And then, um, classes that are pre-recorded, which is what I prefer because you can go back and pause, which is nice. And then it's nice for those that have different schedules. You know, if they have children or whatnot, they can watch it. Um, but it was nice when teachers would make office hours, even when they had recorded lectures, just so we could ask questions Mm -hmm. because that's the one downfall to not having in-person classes is it's a little awkward, like, Asking questions on Zoom and having to, you know, unpause your mic and everything. So I think people are definitely more quiet when it's on Zoom versus in person and not always asking questions.
0: Honestly,
1: Um, it it sounds Yeah, that sounds amazing. I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah. I I,
0: like during the lecture when I was in first and second year, you look around, half the lecture room is asleep, especially after lunch. Right. Uh, So to go back and see, have the, the, uh, lectures recorded and you can just watch them whenever you want to. That's got to yeah. be a, a bonus. Well, so it's it funny
1: for our class, we actually paid somebody to take notes for us. So you yeah. got to save a lot of money by not doing that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely been a big plus. And I hope even after all this, that continues because it's nice if they're recorded to go back. And then the nice feature on zoom is you can see the audio. So, like, what they're saying, you can get the words on there too. Oh, wow! So, because sometimes it's hard to understand what they're saying, even though it sometimes messes up. It's computer based, but still, um, if I'm not really sure what they're saying, not only can I pause and go back, but get the words written on my screen, which is a nice feature.
1: What about exams? How's that? How's that working for you guys? And are you yeah. have you guys taken exams?
3: Yes. So, exams. Um, They switched to a program called Respondus, which for most of the time, which basically has your camera viewing so they can trying to catch you cheating. So you can't really cheat. You know, it just locks your browser so you can't have anything else on. Um, So they did that to
0: Not like you have a smartphone or anything else that's sitting right there next to you. Well, I think
1: they can look at you, right?
3: Right. And we have okay, people okay. who would watch you or, and the computer would like mark you if like your eyes were wandering or anything like that.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
3: Yeah. Um, but then that's also is controversial for people because you have to have Wi-Fi working for the whole exam. Oh. So people, especially in Kentucky, we have a lot of rural people that are from rural places and they all went home. Mm-hmm. So Wi-Fi is a little bit more tricky. Um So doing it or not was always controversial. People wanting it, people not because of that. But now that we're back, I think a lot of professors are wanting to do it in person now. Um, We've only had one exam being back and it was online. But I think our next one is in person, just splitting up the class into different rooms.
0: Colleges in my area are starting to see that rise of COVID cases again. And I've heard some of them are just going straight to virtual and sending all the students home again. Is any of that happening happening in your area in Kentucky?
3: The University of Kentucky, I think most of their classes are online, but it's still technically in person. Jack might be able to speak more about that.
2: Yeah. So I can't speak about the dental school, but UK as a whole, they put out Probably over the weekend, they put out their first, like, they made a promise to put out, like, the statistics of, like, everything that was going on. And I think UK is at, I think they have around 480 active cases, and they have 200-something cases that are not active that the people have recovered from. And they've tested over 30,000, so they've tested every student at least once. Oh, wow. they just started testing the fraternities and sororities a second time because I think that's where the main breakout is of coming course, from. Of
1: course, of course. That's why I never joined a sorority or fraternity. Yeah,
2: you know? right. yeah. exactly <laughs> it, was, it was exactly why. why. That was the only yeah. reason. Yeah, I
1: didn't want COVID.
3: Um, well, we've been told that even if the University of, University of Kentucky goes online, that we will not. Okay. Because we can't.
0: You can't, yeah. You're, you're working with your hands. You can't practice that at home. Yeah. Like, other than waxing teeth, if you have a bunch or a, a torch at home or something. I know right. a lot of people would yeah. practice that whenever we went through.
3: Well, even when this all started, I mean, we went to Florida pretty early on, but we just thought it would be two weeks, you know, yeah. and then after that, realizing it would be Four months, like you couldn't go back in the building and get stuff to practice at home. At least I uh, wasn't thinking of that when I left. You right, know? I yeah. thought it would be a short thing, not realizing what would happen. But um, we got to go back. Well, their first priority, of course, was the fourth years at the time that needed to graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, they went back, you know, as soon as the state allowed Dennis to work. Pretty much, I think, they were in back finishing up what they needed to. Um, So that was probably, like, May. And then they trickled in the rising fourth years and third years, getting them slowly back into clinic um, as much as they could. We came back officially in August as second years.
1: Okay. But...
3: Our first month has been finishing up first year.
1: So um, August has been finishing up what you you didn't do in your first year. Right.
3: In Sim Lab, yes. Um, we started D2 courses, um, didactics. But in lab so far, we've finished up everything that we were supposed to do that we didn't get to do. So we are finishing up our first restorative class, occlusion, Um, And to do that, we had to go in on Saturdays, which sucked, but (laughs) (laughs) we had to do what we had to do. Um,
1: And you had to do this every Saturday?
3: So there was about four because it was just the month. Yeah, four Saturdays. We came in for class. Um, So the way the school is doing it is they don't want people, you know, just at school when they don't have to. So... For us in lab, where they're either eight to twelve, we'll have a class, or it's then it's one to five. They try not to have us there all day, even though some days we are. Um, that's the weird thing is we're not supposed to congregate or anything, but then when we're there all day, like where are we supposed to have lunch? Like we're not supposed to be in the break room, things like that, um, all together. Once it's think- nice. Yeah. I think second
0: year, whenever I went through, second year was probably the the time that I spent the most on campus because mm-hmm. that's when you're sitting yeah. in the lab, you're waxing teeth, you're in the anatomy lab really trying to learn uh all the, you know, head and neck, the skull anatomy, all that stuff. And you can't really do that sitting at home. You need to be in front of models. You have to be right. in, in the lab working with your hands. So, I mean, I there were most days second year I think I would get to campus at 7 a.m. and not get home till 8 or 9 o'clock at night just because yeah. that's what you had to do to get through. No, I agree. That,
3: that was something I was worried about um earlier on because they had told us that our sim lab would be closed after hours and only open during class time, which talking to upperclassmen second year like you said, you have a lot of projects mm-hmm. and assignments that require a lot of out of class time. So I was really worried I think it didn't take the school long to realize that wasn't realistic, <laughs> like not to have us in there other than class time. Um, so for a little bit, and even now for a little bit, it was just like for a few hours, they said that they would open it up after hours and faculty had to be there all the time. So we we're like, well, no faculty member is going to be there at ten, eleven PM on a mm-hmm. you know, Friday or Saturday. Um, but then they changed the rules and now it's pretty much open 24-7 except um, I think like you can't be there weekdays like 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. 11 a.m. Yeah, 11 a.m. 11 p.m. I'm getting that wrong. So sorry. 11 p.m. to 8 a.m. Okay. Um, and then they're cleaning it more. Um, but hmm. so we're allowed to be in there on weekends now, which is nice and after hours
1: okay so i guess yeah i'm kind of confused right because like you like kyle said second year is literally the time where you do so much with your hands how is that working out when it comes to not having large groups like how is that how is your class how many people are in your class
3: yeah my class is 65
1: 65 people Um, and and i know mm -hmm. we're not allowed to be in large groups so how is that working out schedule wise would when you can go to sim lab when you can go do you know wet lab and all that stuff
3: Yeah. So a lot of schools are doing this differently. Um, Some schools are making it like one fourth capacity and they're in there and then different groups at different times. For us, we have one sim lab and, you know, first year, second years and third years need it. Mm -hmm. So realistically, they don't have the time or the faculty to have us separated like that. So at the beginning, I think that was what they were hoping to do. But then that would require faculty to teach, you know, three to four times the amount they did. It just wasn't realistic. So we're in there all together. But we just have more PPE. Like we have to wear shields and masks Mm -hmm. all the time. Um, We're screened, our temperatures checked. So I think I mean, they're doing everything they can to keep us on track. I think we're very fortunate that we're able to do that. I've talked to other kids at other schools and they're in um, they're in sim lab one fourth the amount of time they usually would have. Their clinic is at 50 percent capacity. You know, they're not able to get patients in. We're fortunately not having those issues. So as of right now, I think we're pretty much on track. Um, but now when do you
0: guys what, take board? That, I think, uh, well, when we were in school, we took boards after our first year, right? Yeah. First, Going into your second part year, yeah. Part. part one, yeah. Is we're that the, what you guys do also?
3: We're the first year of the integrated board, so right now, now on, there's no first part, second part, you just take one in your fourth year.
1: Are you serious?
3: Yeah, oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. We're the first year it's required. The year above me had the option. A lot of people just did what they knew and did part one. So I know people had issues getting booking for it and figuring that out. Um, But now, yeah, so it's all during my fourth year. Hmm. So that's not
0: an issue. There were there were people that were held back because they couldn't. Right,
1: yeah. That's what that's what I was just thinking. That's how
0: we picked up some extra kids in our class. Yeah, yeah. Um, So is everything? I mean, that first part one board was all your your basic sciences, your stuff that I mean, most of us ended up the biochemistry, all that stuff that you end up forgetting after first year. So do you have to know that now in the fourth year?
3: Yeah. Oh, that
0: sounds terrible. On there. <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, Kyle you're, not you're not helping. <laughs> you are
3: you are a horrible
1: you are a horrible. Uh, uh...
3: I don't know why they changed, but it does give us the second year summer, which usually isn't
2: right. a thing.
3: People are studying, so that's the upside. But yeah, I think it's still on there so we'll have
1: to remember it for that. Okay, uh let me ask you something, Jack. Uh you're 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 just sitting there really quiet, but what's going through your mind because you're going to be in this uh next year, right? And and the question I have is we don't even know what's going to happen with this virus. Like you're seeing, you're seeing your, your your girlfriend going through this craziness and trying to figure out how she's going to study and is is the exam or is the class live or not live? Like, what are you thinking right now?
2: Yeah, so I think, I mean, I mean mine so, is mine is
1: playing golf all the time. You
2: yeah. know what, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what? What else are you thinking? Hey, I'm trying to work on my patience, man. Golf is a, <laughs> the best way. There it is. <laughs> um, but mainly so I mean this is what I've been I think the dental schools if COVID continues to like remain as serious as it is now I think they'll figure out the best way to educate their students Mm -hmm. my my more so and this is something I'm trying to figure out how to ask during interviews is how am I like what confidence do I have that in a year when they see this deficit that they have, that they're not going to drop that on students and be like, Oh, we need to increase your tuition by, you know, $10,000. Oh, they're like, absolutely going to do that. Yeah. They're going
1: to do that no yeah. matter what happens. Yeah. COVID could be completely gone. I understand that they'll do
2: <laughs> it. Like, I I know there's like the 3% that's like the general expected, but like, I don't want to take any more. I don't want to be like I don't want it to increase more than that, I would say.
1: Well, okay, okay, well, let's talk about that. I'm glad and and, and Emily you are still you are the star, okay? But I got <laughs> he brought up a great point because this this actually pisses me off every time I I think about this. Dental students they say 3%, right? You're right. They they talk like like 3. That's that's probably not even true. I can guarantee you Kyle that what I paid when I was in dental school in 2000 Five through th- two thousand nine, when Kyle got in, I can guarantee you paid like twenty percent more. Yeah, you know what I, I mean, I would, it, I,
0: would, I would bet that.
1: Yeah, it's not three percent because the math doesn't even add up. You know, nah, they're just BSing nah. people just to make it seem like they're, they're they're accommodating for inflation. There's no goddamn inflation. It's just whatever it's- they want to charge. The mm-hmm.
3: dental
0: schools will start adding on the PPE fee to the Yeah, to Exactly. The <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like we
1: add on charge the patients.
3: They have to a fee for online.
1: I mean, wait a minute. Say, really. wait, a minute, wait a minute. Go back. I go know. back. Go, hold on. Hold on. Emily, you just said something that's crazy. Repeat what yeah, you just said.
3: They have to pay now for their Zoom prescri- like subscription. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it was only $10 for us total. But I know University of Kentucky is what charging them ten dollars each credit hour. It's ten
2: dollars per credit hour. That's online or hybrid, and they put every class is online or hybrid. So So that means I'm taking seventeen credits. It's only one hundred and seventy dollars. You said only. Well, like in compared to the rest of my tuition, it's small. But like that's the precedent, so they can um, continue add that on. The the emotional anger is there.
1: That makes no sense. Like oh jesus christ okay well, i don't want to hear it. you're about to have me talk some extra that makes no sense how do you as a university you know damn right you're not paying full to you know full price for any zoom but yet you're going to pass it on you know it's kind of like the offices that charge for ppe now kyle yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and and everybody just yeah. sets their own fees like some people are like oh it's 25 dollars. Mm-hmm. other offices are like it's 10 dollars additional charge for ppe you know
0: no, it's it, it's just like taxes. It's a, it's once they add it on, that's going to be there forever now because now they know they can yep. charge it, get away with it, that's and they'll right. always have the option to do things online. And it's that that's always going to be there, and it, that's another thing that's just always going to go up. It's.
1: And you know what's crazy though, Kyle? They're probably uh, expecting the teachers to do more, prepare all this stuff, but not pay pay them more.
0: i oh, was talking to my patients that are. Regular high school teachers, elementary students they were on call uh you know they'd do their zoom calls for you know eight to five or whatever, and then they'd have students that are sending them text messages or emails at one of them said uh, she got a text or a phone call at like three a m in the morning and she, I don't know why she was giving out her cell phone right. kids, but um uh, she finally had to shut her cell phone off because these kids where you can work with them and and same with student, college students, dental students, you, sometimes you need that one-on-one interaction to really understand what's going on. And if you don't have that, the teacher then has to do that. uh, If everything's virtual, do that one at a time, instead of, you know, bringing it out in the class for everybody to hear that explanation. And it's a ton more time on the the teacher's end. And I'm sure they're not getting any kind of raise. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, the university's not passing any of that on to the the professor. Right. So yeah, that, well, I mean, they used that,
1: to have office hours, but Emily, let right. me ask you a question. When it comes to um the, the 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 school in general, right? You have people like you said, you have people that have kids. You know, like our class, we had people that had kids, we had people that were, you know, uh um just just gave birth you have so many different people that go through people that don't have kids and that much not that much responsibility how are the people that have kids dealing with this where their kids have to go to school and they're trying to figure out their zoom issues as well
3: yeah everyone that i talk to that has kids has a little bit of a different perspective so it's just very much based on that person Um, Overall, though, the big thing is balance is what I got out of it. Um, Balancing time with family and responsibilities and then study time. A lot of them have expressed that during COVID, it was a little harder finding space just to focus on school versus, you know, they would just go to the library and study versus being at home. It's sometimes a little bit more difficult. A lot of them say just having a supportive spouse and family to help out was very important um so you're
0: saying it's a bad time to be a single mom
3: <laughs> yeah
2: i
1: <laughs> kyle when is it a good time to be a single mom let me know never, okay never, never. <laughs> i'm just trying to figure that out <laughs> Make good choices. Make good 2019 choices listeners <laughs> right 2019 was a great time to be a single mom but not 2020 <laughs> yeah don't, don't
0: popping out in covid babies during all this being a single parent terrible idea very bad idea
1: um <laughs> Let me let me forgive Kyle. Let me <laughs> uh, when it comes to uh, your, your friends. Right. For example. Right. Um, I know for me, I don't do well with studying at home or in my apartment when I was in wow. dental school. I hated it. I had to go somewhere away from my my apartment. How is that working out that everything's pretty much shut down, right? You can't go to a Starbucks and sit at a Starbucks. Right. And and I I remember using the library and the Starbucks and everything to get some work done. How has that been like for yeah. you guys?
3: So I'm the same way. I used to really like studying at coffee shops. Right. So not being able to do that, I've had to, you know, change my study habits and learn how to study at home. We do have like one library that's open. So I think those that really cannot do it and really rely on the library, I think they're probably taking more advantage of it. Um, I've kind of learned to study at home just because it's what I had to do. There's no really other options. Um, But I think we just all have to adjust. And that's just what we've been doing.
0: Okay. Are you still taking the same amount of credits this semester as you were originally scheduled, or what a second year would normally take pre-COVID?
3: Yes. Um, and right now, if anything, I mean, more just right now, because we're in that transition, finishing up a few classes and starting right. more D2 classes. After next week, we'll officially be done with D1 and all 2 okay. courses. But from what I know, yeah, we're doing everything that we're supposed to that's something that the school is really trying to do for us is, you know, they're not trying to lower what we were s- supposed to do and what we're supposed to experience. Um, things have to have been adjusted like an in occlusion. Instead of taking impressions on each other, we had to do the mannequin mm-hmm. once back. So I had a, a occlusion practical, you know, doing the face bow on the mannequin instead of on one of my classmates. Mm. Um so they're just doing what they can.
1: Okay. Well, now you just have me think of a question. So anesthesia, yeah. we had to practice on each other.
3: I think yeah. that I don't think there's any way getting around that. Right. We have, that, I think, coming up, and they haven't it said it's not on each other. Huh. So I think, but, yeah.
0: But honestly, we're you're training to be a dentist.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, you're we're gonna you're gonna be working in people's mouths, so. I, I don't see the point of trying to avoid contact with each other when our job is being in contact with people. I mean, at my office on you know Wednesday, I had 70 people, 70 patients in and out of the door that I saw that day. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, that's just real life. I, I, mm-hmm. I think they just... Th- this is just my soapbox, but I think the the school needs to provide PPE like as if you were going to be in a dental clinic and just let you do your thing and go go around business as usual because I would hope most of the mouths in your class are a lot healthier and a lot yeah. healthier population than some of the patients that are walking through the door.
3: <laughs> yeah, so That, from my knowledge, will be on each other still because we're wearing the proper PPE. You might know better than I do but last I heard, no cases have been thought to have started at a dental office. At all. Right.
0: No, not, not Nothing that's been published, now. Right.
3: Yeah. So that just goes to show that they're doing, I guess, what they're supposed to, and that should be okay. Plus, we're all exposed to each other, us being our classmates anyway. So. Well, right. You
1: know, it's funny. I had a... Um... Uh, what's it called i want to say it was an er nurse um a few days ago i did some work on her and she was explaining to me that like what we're actually doing wearing the double mask and the shields and the goggles and everything is actually more than what they're doing seeing and treating COVID patients you know Mm -hmm. and so every time i hear that you know when the cdc was like oh i wouldn't go to dental office i was like screw you we're doing way more then no, no, some, no, no.
0: World World Health Organization, oh, not the CDC. I
1: Let's be real, Kyle. Does it really matter? <laughs> does it really matter? <laughs> the, the World Health Organization, you know, doesn't realize that we're doing so much more than some hospitals are even doing when it comes to PPEs. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I have issues with that. But okay, Emily, let me ask you a question. That you, if you want to think about it, and and Jack, I'm going to ask you the same thing too. If you had an opportunity to skip a year. Basically, say this is your vacation year or your skip year, whatever you want to call it. Would you do it so that you can get, you can basically start in 2021 and and just, you know, as a second? At the year, same right? spot you're at right, right same now. Same spot you're at right now without having to hopefully deal with the whole COVID situation. Would you skip it?
3: For me personally, now that I've started, no, because then, you know, we're developing hand skills. I don't want to lose that. Okay. And also the way the school's been handling it for me, you know, we haven't really lost much time. So I'm confident that we're still going to get what we need to done. If I was at another school that was only doing one fourth of sim lab and, you know, 50% capacity in clinics, I'm seeing less patients, then I probably would take advantage of that if I really thought I wasn't getting the education I needed.
1: What about you, Jet?
2: Yeah. I I don't think I would skip a year. I might back up a year and try to be applying I would like the COVID um like the pandemic to run its course before mm-hmm. I was in that. I think it would be better to have more information on like because really we don't know like what the long-term ramifications are going to be and it would I think having that knowledge would be beneficial.
1: Okay. Okay. And another question would be, so tell, I want, everybody's listening. You have dental students, pre-dents and everybody listening. Uh, Emily, what was the hardest transition for you from college to dental school?
3: Um, not being the smartest in the class and always having the highest grade because (laughs) it was easy undergrad you know, barely studying for an exam and like doing so well versus in dental school, you're with the best of the best. And it's, you know, instead of being the highest grade, just being like, okay, I got average, like, yay me, has been a transition for sure. Um, Because I think I'm, you know, compare myself a lot, which I'm trying to work on not doing. But you know, that competitive attitude is what got me into dental school, but it's maybe hurting me a little bit now because I just go get so into it.
0: I want to answer that question too. You want me to, Kyle? I want I mean, to answer a, that question too. But you're, you're
1: not a dentist. You're not a dental student. You know that, right? No, no, but I remember. I, okay. I specifically <laughs> go ahead. remember
0: this because go ahead. in college, full-time was what? 12 to 18 credits. Right, yeah. If and, and And I was like, you know, in college, I would take 17, 18 credits, and uh, it wasn't that big a deal. Same thing uh, with what she was saying. But when I got to dental school, first semester was like 25 or 27 right. credits, yeah. and just the amount of information, you know, a lot of us equated it to trying to get a drink out of a fire hose. Just <laughs> constant information being shoved down your your throat, trying right. to process it all. So that that personally, I. I that was traumatic for me, so I just felt the need to share that because that was that was my biggest struggle. Anyway. Kyle,
1: Kyle, we're here for you. Let us, <laughs> I appreciate you, it. Let That's what this is. It's a big counseling. It session. really is. Uh, you, you know, <laughs> I think from the biggest for me was just learning how to really study for myself, right? Because your first try your first semester. You're just watching everybody, right? Initially, everybody's all happy-go-lucky, and then all of a sudden, this light switch hits, and everybody now, all of a sudden, is just like super steady, Or They're all in the library all the time. And you're like, "Am I supposed to be here too? Am I supposed to be in the library? Like, what's going on? Like, I see everybody sitting here. Am I supposed to be here? Did I miss something? And that was like the freakiest thing for me. It was like I would literally be walking by, uh, to go home, and I look to the right, and I see all my classmates in the library, and I'm like, "What the hell's going on? And I just go sit in the <laughs> library, like, um what are we doing? You know? Like, so that was something that I had to kind of just say, okay, this is my own race. I'm running my own race and that you have to be comfortable yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah.
3: And with that too, uh, we do a lot of sim work and lecture work starting D1. Um, and then we get in clinic earlier too, but I think juggling that, you know, studying for an exam, but then, you know, going into lab and working on hand skills and projects, like both are time consuming and just juggling both can be a lot because I know when I'm in lab, it mentally drains me, but then I got to go home and study for an exam. So working on all that has been adjustment.
0: How, how about volunteering requirements? Because I remember there was, uh, we had to do a certain number of volunteer hours. I remember going to the Hispanic um clinic in south side of, of Pittsburgh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there are other volunteer requirements for each year that we had to accomplish to make us more of a well-rounded person I think mm-hmm. um, obviously I don't think there's a whole lot of volunteer opportunities as far as you know everybody's sheltering in place and trying not to go out into groups are there any kind of volunteer requirements have they changed at all at uh, University of Kentucky
3: that's a good question. I don't know of any volunteer requirements per se. We do have a lot of opportunity. Like, um, they do sometimes a Saturday morning clinic for children, underprivileged children in the area. We have a local, uh, dental clinic that hosts events and has dental students come in every month. Um, those I know are what I hope to take advantage of uh, this year now that we're starting clinic and I can be of assistance because um, it's just great exposure. Um, they used to do some trips just with COVID though. I don't know if that will be a thing or not. Um, I'm not sure if they're required though.
2: I can tell you that the, um, the dental school has canceled all of their, like the shadowing opportunities that they offered to pre-dentals. Yeah.
1: Wow. So, okay. So what advice would you give to pre-dental students that, I mean, because honestly, they're probably looking at you and going, Man, I want to be in her position, right? Uh, and, yeah. and I remember when I was a pre-dent, I was like, Oh my god, look at the dental students. One, you see their scrubs, and you're thinking, That's amazing. Once you actually wear it, you end up hating life. But <laughs> <laughs> when you're on the outside, you look at scrubs and you think, That's cool, that's exactly where I want to be, you know, and that gets you really excited to want to be in their position. So uh, tell us how it is now that you're in that position, and then what advice would you give to the pre-dental students about kind of motivation to kind of get them through this? Because now they can't volunteer, right? So you don't yeah. see that direct, like, man, this is my future. I'm, I'm excited. You don't get that. So what, what can you give them to kind of get them excited about dental school?
2: Before she answers, I do want to comment on this as, like, being, like, the yeah. pre-dental. Like, actually being able to, like, watch her throughout, like, her day is that, and this is what I tell other, like, pre-dentals when they ask me, like, what she's doing. I'm like, you know, I think the the one thing the dental school is actually like lying or like kind and of water- watering, watering down is the difficulty of dental school. Like yeah. when they tell when they like the advisor will come into pre-dental meetings and be like, yeah, it's hard, but like it's doable. And you all you're all going to get through it and you're going to live happy lives. And then like after like being with her for a year and like seeing it, I'm like, yikes it's it's a a goddamn
1: (laughs) lie (laughs) shut your filthy mouth everybody makes it through (laughs) right we lost several (laughs) yeah that is you know what jack you're absolutely correct man that that is something that they don't talk to you about like it really does take a toll on you it really really does
3: yeah every day is different there's good days and there's bad days so a good day is a good day and i'm like yes like this is what i want to do but then bad days I question why I'm doing it, but I just, I can't stress enough how stressful it is at times. And, you know, you always have work to do. It's definitely a balance um, because you're never done. Like undergrad, you know, You'd take an exam, you'd have two weeks off. Like, it's not like that. It's just go, go, go all the time. Um, And that's just something to mentally prepare for. I mean, but you can't really, in undergrad, I feel like, mentally prepare to the extent of that. I think just keeping yourself busy you know with classes volunteer extracurriculars just to get in that mindset of like always doing something um and not just slacking around and being lazy is the best way to prepare just to have that mentality to keep yourself going
1: okay uh well now just i mean kyle you can ask a question but so when I was in, when we were in dental school, when I was in dental school, I used to kind of have Fridays, you know, we would all meet up and, you know, either go for drinks or go to the gym, go play basketball or something, right? We would join like a flag football team. What are you guys doing to try to, you know, I don't know, say, you know, stay sane?
3: Yeah. Well, that's where COVID has really taken a toll. Okay. Because, um, you know, the school the faculty they don't want us gathering you know it's like mm-hmm. no more than 10 people so you know even with your with friends like you don't want to post about it you don't want any chance of getting in trouble um mm-hmm. and then you know big events aren't happening we used to go out for drinks you right. know especially that first month getting in the first years like there was stuff almost every night they'd keep you busy bar crawls you know just potluck dinners, things like that, that we're just not able to do right now because of COVID. Um, So that's kind of, it's sucked just, you know, I don't, I didn't get to know a lot of the first years yet just because we're not around them. We didn't have those opportunities. Um, You know, I'll try to see my friends in small groups can sometimes go out to dinner. It's just a weird time. You know, we've been doing a lot of park dates. I think that's the. What, is that? We-
1: what does that mean?
3: It's Like going to parks because it's outside. Oh, okay. It's like allowed. Um, and then small groups, dinners, things like that. Man. But yeah, COVID's made it more difficult. I think-
2: the University of Kentucky as a whole has been sending out text messages every week. And like for Labor Day, they sent us like a video from the president, like saying, like, don't hang out, don't travel, like st- basically, like, don't do anything. Like if you <laughs> want to last the whole, I think they, they they're they like giving us a countdown. Like they said, you have 82 days left, like stay strong
1: until what? Like,
2: until uh, the end of the semester.
1: Oh, OK. <laughs> I was like, did they know something? I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no. They're just trying to survive the semester. Wow. wow.
1: I don't think yeah. people talk about this the the mental uh part of uh, this whole covid situation. You know what I mean? Um I, I, just listening to you just it kind of makes me sad because you know, dental school like you said is tough enough. The only people that you you can depend on and I still friends with a lot of the people that I went to dental school with. So we can still sit back and talk about some of the dumb stuff we used to do and talk about And you guys don't even get that opportunity this year. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
2: I, I think the, I don't know if this is, there's like, it's not, I don't know if it's funny or ironic, but like the dental school UK on their social media has been posting like photos of the first years in like segments, but it's pictures of like six of them in a, in like with a wall, but they're all six feet apart with masks on. And it looks like, the most like it looks so uncomfortable. And to me, I'm like in t- 10 years when like someone asked him like, oh, what was dental school like? They're going to pull this picture up. <laughs> right, just- <laughs> right. Well,
3: the big thing is you do a big class photo your first year, right. that first day. And so he's talking about them trying to do it. They couldn't do a class photo. So they just took, I guess, alphabetical order groups of four, spread them out six feet apart and they've got their math. And so I think the school has been posting those oh, photos.
1: I must just not uh, post anything.
3: Yeah. But
1: Honestly, dental
0: school couldn't, I couldn't have made it through dental school without the support system of the other people
2: right. in yeah. the class right. that,
0: that you're going through it with. And you, yeah. you need that, that support system, that relationship to, you know, we're all going to have bad days. You need each other to help pull you together or, you know, Get your mind off of dental school. Go out and do something fun. So that, yeah, yeah, I can definitely see how that's the hardest thing is missing that social interaction between all of, all your classmates.
3: Yeah, um, I mean we're doing what we can. I'm not saying like we're not being social at all, but you know we can't get the whole class together and go to the bars because that's not a thing right now. Um, no. Okay. So.
1: Well, let's, I want to end on a good note here. Like <laughs> we've all, I'm all depressed. <laughs> uh, do you, uh, do you have any questions for Dr. Dumpert or myself about, I mean, just, it gets better. It really does. Yeah. You know, do you have any questions for us at all?
2: I have questions. I have one question, but What's I'll let up? her ask
1: first. You're a gentleman.
3: I mean, I guess, what do you say it gets, like, at what point, does it get better because i imagine like those first few years paying off debt kind of being the same stress of right now just different stress mm-hmm. at what point for you did it get better
1: hmm. kyle you want to go first
0: be careful what you ask for Walt. okay fine it, let, let me go let me an go honest opinion with this because no let me go look, let me look go at then. looking back on life go ahead When you're younger, you always wish that you were older. Right. Like when you're, when you're 12 or when you're 14, you wish you were 16. So you could have your license. You then you wish you were 18. Then you wish you're done with college. And then you wish you're done with dental school. And honestly, the, as I've gotten older, things are generally better because you're making a paycheck. You're doing what you want. You're, you're taking control of your life, but. Also, the older you get, the, the more things you accomplish, uh, you know, going from college to dental school, you have a different set of responsibilities. Going from dental school to being a dentist, you have a different set of responsibilities. The, these responsibilities keep piling up and that adds more and more stress. So in that aspect, the stress never gets better. The stress gets worse and worse and worse. But on the other side of it is you're in control of your life so you can make it what you want. And having that dental degree, having that uh, ability to get that doctor salary to become the top five percent, top one percent—I mean, it's a an absolute gift. So yes, I absolutely do everything again because the opportunities of you know what life can afford you now, once you're once you're done with dental school, is you know sky's the limit. Uh, but on the other side, the stress sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's my honest answer right
1: um man that's a that's a very good question um when does it get better i think for me well i guess retrospectively if you look back you you start to realize that it gets better when your mindset changes right so we are so competitive you're we're all competitive i'm telling you everybody that goes through dental school med school whatever is very competitive they want to be the best right I think when you finally say, I got to stop competing with other people and just compete with myself, you end up being a lot happier. You end up actually learning more. You end up doing the best you possibly can. You know what I mean? You don't then compare yourself to other people that maybe uh, it's not attainable. You know, like I'm never going to compare myself to, you know, Bill Gates when it comes to how much money they make. Like, that's going to make me cry if I do that. You know what I mean? There are just certain people in your class that are just very good at hand skills but may suck with personality. And you may be excellent with personality, just not as good as they are with hand skills. If you compare yourself, you're just going to be miserable. So the only thing I say is, and looking back again, is if you are able to just say, I'm running my own race, I'm just going to focus on my own race, I promise you you'll start realizing how I mean how good you have it. And then when you get out of school and don't compare yourself to the you know, the endodontist or the oral surgeon that's driving that Porsche and just say, This is what I wanna do. I'm actually enjoying what I'm doing. I'm treating patients and the money's good enough, you'll be happier. Like you said, I mean you know, I think a famous um uh, Poet said, "Mo money, mo problem, more problem, right uh, <laughs> I'm not sure who said it, but it was a very famous poet, right, but that's exactly right. It's like the more you get, you think that's going to make you happier, but it just comes with more responsibility. It really, really does like i you know I, I think Kyle and I can both say that we're doing well financially, but I get calls in the middle of the night uh at, you know random times where i'm getting phone calls from patients about oh is this supposed to hurt i'm like you just had the surgery this morning yes it's supposed to hurt you know what i mean but mm-hmm. this is a call that they wanted to they felt like they had to make to me i don't want to deal with that but i have to you see but yeah. when you're a student you never have to deal with that you're just taking impressions on typodonts so that's great i wish i was you right now <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really do. I mean, you may think, oh, uh, um, this sucks. I'm studying so much. But the, the the human mind and the human brain is amazing how much capacity it has. And and it's like what you didn't think you could do last year, all of a sudden you have to double up on it. And now you're doing it, you know. So just if you remember that, I promise you, you'll be fine.
0: Have you ever considered being a motivational speaker? Because, man, you made me feel really
1: good this year. That would be uh, $100. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and uh go ahead and uh send me that you know cash app uh but no honestly it's the truth though man like i, I really feel it like is, is. you know i feel like once you put everything in perspective life just becomes so much easier it really does mm-hmm. so that was a good question man but we'll end it here how's that we'll end it here and then please just come back and report to us and let us know what the heck is going on i'm really very curious to see how this year ends for everybody yeah, yeah, hopefully well. Yeah, exactly. I, I have faith. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank, well, thank you. Yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on, man.
3: Thank you yeah. for having us. Yeah, right.
1: thank you. All right, brother. Take care, guys.
3: You too. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to Tooth Be Told. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at with an S at gmail.com. That's realdentist, R-E-A-L, dentist, with an S. At gmail.com. Remember, the opinions on this podcast are just that our professional opinions. The final decision about your health should be made by you and a trusted dental professional.